0: Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition podcast. I'm your host Ray Allen with Peppershock Media, also the founder of the Marketing Expedition community powered by Pepper Shock, and today we have a special treat. We have Jill Lovelins in the house. Jill, say hello. Welcome. Hey.
1: Hey, everybody. Good to be here.
0: And Jill, she's an international speaker on topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She's the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, and co-author of Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. Her latest book, Profit of Kindness, went number one in four categories. Jill is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She is CEO of strategic consulting firm and has 25 years of experience working with over hundred thousand people. Wow, Jill, hundred thousand people. <laughs> uh, plus national and international media. Jill teaches a virtual publicity crash course and consults and speaks all over the world, including right here on this podcast. <laughs> she also helps authors to create book deals with major publishers and agents, as well as obtain foreign rights deals. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about too. I want to I want to uh, dig into a little bit more about the book deals because I'm writing a book too. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the show Jill. Uh, I, first of all, I just want to say, wow, what a, what, a, what a wonderful background you've had. Uh, what's your number one thing that you are proud of accomplishing the most?
1: Well, I'll tell you, honestly, I think getting four books out is quite something, and, and I know what it takes because I actually help people get major book deals, so, um, you know, it's it's a process. It's birthing a baby, and I got four of them. I, you know, some people have children, and well, I have books and cats, four of each, four cats, four books.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that, right? Yeah, I can absolutely, I can relate to that. It, it take, does take a lot of work to, to birth a book, as you said, and and of course, cats. Oh, so so are you, so far as to say, is the crazy cat lady yet, or are you, you're, you're dancing with that title?
1: Well, I am not the crazy cat lady. I'm just crazy about, I'm just crazy about my cats. That's it. <laughs>
0: Good. Good for you. So tell me more. Tell me about your background. Where did you, where did you come from? What did you, what? Took you down this path of writing books and and becoming uh, number one in the categories that you did? Let's start, start. Take me back. What got you this way?
1: Well, like everyone, uh, probably a bunch of circuitous paths to this one because I actually went to law school for a year and I really wanted to be an attorney. I thought that would be a great way to solve the problems in the world. And then I got to law school. <laughs> it's, it's really intense. It's not my style. Um, I'm much more of a creative thinker, which makes me great in publicity. Right. But not in law school. So I dropped out much to my father's chagrin. And I, I actually started on my path of where I am now. I ended up working in the music business. I started like as a secretary working for someone. I didn't know what to do. You know, what am I gonna do after law school? And I I took this job actually in entertainment, loved it, and then uh, became the director of promotion and publicity at multiple independent record labels. Where I, there I learned all about guerrilla publicity because you see, we didn't have the big budgets that the big boys did. We had uh, wonderful artists who were highly talented on the labels all of them that I worked on, and guess what? We had no budget. So I learned how to do uh, guerrilla publicity. That's actually how it was born, is working in places with not a lot of budget and a lot of imagination and doing things that caught attention. So that, that was super.
0: So were there any really cool artists that you that come to mind right off the bat that you got to work with?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I worked with uh, a, a particular label and I loved all the artists um and one well actually let me tell you too the women's music label that i worked with i actually helped recreate them into a a music made by women heard by everyone kind of label yeah Yeah. and you know we sold out carnegie hall we did a a six city tour sold out carnegie hall before we ever got there and i remember the the man at carnegie hall said how did you do this? And, you know, I got them in the Boston Globe and the New York Times beforehand, and that created and stimulated ticket sales. So I've always been really clear about the power of publicity, right? And and that was awesome. And we celebrated, uh, the record label was 16 at the time, 16 years old. So we decided to do a sweet 16. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then uh, the other label I worked with was more like instrumental, what we would call new age uh, label now but they didn't actually have a name for it at that time and we actually really created a category uh and and then i did really fun things like i got the major rock and roll dj in new york city to play it's called deep breakfast by ray lynch it's now played in spas it's that relaxing music you hear when you're when you're hanging out getting massages and relaxing um and guess what that that music went actually platinum because of some of the things we were doing to that were highly creative like you know putting um, yes record stores, putting purple bins just to make sure that you could see what that label was and what where find the record. yeah so it' stand out. So we just did a lot of really unusual things things that didn't take a lot of money but created attention. Um, and, and it worked and that label when Platinum actually got sold to Wyndham Hill Records, which has done very well with all the labels and, and all of the artists. So it was a wonderful opportunity to work in the music business for like five years. I also managed bands and, uh, did a lot of different things. And it was really fun until I got burnt out <laughs> because the you, music business is kind this? of burnt out. Do you, you know, I, not, I, I actually played piano for 10 years. Uh, as as a child into, you know, high school. I can hear music. I've played music. I, I am musical. I love it, you know, so that, that of course helped when I got to go to all the concerts for fun. That was great. Yeah,
0: that's, that's the perk, right? And working in the industry. I know um, my business partner and husband, he, well, when we could go to concerts pre-COVID, we, um, he would take all of the f- photography he'd be the official photographer for all the concerts so i got to go to some really cool concerts as you know tagging along and watching and and being a part of that so i definitely understand the perks of being in that industry for sure (laughs) so so now fast forward you've gotten all this experience with publicity and in doing guerrilla publicity and and all the things that you're doing tell me more like what's the next phase and what happened after after the music industry
1: So after the music industry, I started my own public relations agency, because frankly, that's what I had been doing at four independent record labels. And so I didn't rely on just uh, working in the music business because I know that, you know, you have to get a little more diverse. Although I know people who stayed in that industry and were very industry specific, but I, I enjoy the challenge of multiple industries and different genres and working with all kinds of people. And so that gave me fabulous experience running. It was really like a boutique PR agency, I had seven people working with me. Um, and that was wonderful for many years, and loved the people I was working with always um, small business owners, that's always where my heart has been. And and doing it in a way that just really worked with people and for people. And that was fun. And then I got tapped on the shoulder to write my first book Gorilla publicity. And that came as a result, you know, everything is relationships. And I, I mean, I've really seen that throughout my career, and the gentleman I've been doing some speaking to create business for my PR agency, and discovered I really like speaking, and I really enjoyed that, um, you know, being out with in front of people. Even though, believe it or not, I actually was quite shy. Uh, kind of, you know, have done my. Shall I say work to get over that and mm-hmm. and ended up uh, getting picked to write one of the Jay Conrad Levinson Gorilla books and it's now called Gorilla Publicity and that was really the first of a wonderful series of events. At that point, I'll tell you honestly, I just I closed down the PR agency, I started more traveling and speaking and starting uh, virtual publicity courses, which are really fun because now that enables me to help entrepreneurs in a way that's actually far more affordable um, as a PR agency you know as an agency owner it's a whole different ball game and you, you have to do different things to keep overhead going but all that sort of went away and I was able to recreate uh, it into serving people I thought actually far more effectively and far less expensively so that that was great.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. So let's go back to really quick, because I know there are a lot of people who have to overcome public speaking and being able to share their content and, and uh, you know, I love the rush of being able to share what I know, and I can speak about the things I'm really good at, you know, that I have a lot of knowledge about. But when they ask me about me or things that I have no idea, then I'm like, uh, frozen, right? But let, let me ask you, what were what are some things that you did to overcome your fear of being able to speak in front of people?
1: Well, part of it, honestly, is the own my own work on myself. You know, because I, I think that as I uh, became more confident, uh, that everything else bloomed. And now, funny enough, I actually help others become more confident. Yeah, it's in their message, it's in their professional life, it's in their work. But here's what I know: when you get confident and clear about your message, everything blooms, right? Because, you know, I, I'm listen. I remember getting my first case of Gorilla Publicity books and opening it was like wow you know it was exciting and phenomenal and then i remember going to my first book signing at barnes and nobles and seeing a poster of me like floor to to kind of mid-size in in the aisle and i'm like whoa it kind of blew my mind because Well, I just never been used to anything like that. And, and it, it brings up new things. You know, I always compare myself to like, you know, when little chicks are born and they peck, 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 peck. And then all of a sudden, yeah, they're so cute. And then they come through that egg, right? And boom, they're there kind of falling on their face and all over the cage. And it's adorable, but that's kind of how we are really, you know, with different things in our life. For me, it was having books and speaking and learning and growing unto myself. I, you know, honestly, I'm certainly better now than I was then. Um, I take a lot of education. I always educate myself. I work with mentors. That has made a huge difference in my life. I, I think one has to surround themselves with coaches, mentors, people who know what they're talking about in different arenas, like marketing, like you, right? Like yeah. publicity, like me. I mean, be with people who know what they're doing. So I learned about speaking. I learned about presenting. I worked with coaches and, and I got support and that made all the difference. I, I remember somebody helping me put together my first speech and it was great. She had that kind of linear mind. I actually have a creative butterfly mind. Um, you know, so it was great to, uh, get that kind of help.
0: Good. Good. Let's talk about right now. You mentioned the idea of getting publicity and, and the idea of what you can do to, to earn publicity and through troubled times, what's happening right now and how are you able to still encourage your clients and the people that follow you to, to earn the publicity?
1: So, first of all, I think, honestly, now is an interesting, fascinating, and, frankly, wonderful time to get publicity. Two reasons. Number one, every traditional media source is duplicated now. They're online. So, I mean, I've been in Forbes magazine actually twice, in Inc. magazine, for example, twice. Guess what else I was in? Inc.com, Forbes.com so everything is multiplied which i think is phenomenal secondly um there are lots of issues as we know happening so what i always encourage is find where you fit um for instance i have a coach she's she talks about uh actually business and with black lives matter i have her going out for that talking about uh certain aspects and different how maybe how it relates to business and black lives matter Mm -hmm. so what i what i'm looking at is how can you fit into what's going on one of my uh coaches she is a relationship coach Mm -hmm. actually wrote a self-published book on it i made her the quarantine cupid (laughs) you know and and she's helping people deal with that i remember a business consultant one of my clients who was in my virtual publicity course she calls me up afterwards she goes jill I'm having a, I'm having a problem. I'm like, what? She goes, well, I got this kid and he wants to know math. I'm supposed to teach him math. I don't know math. I'm a business consultant. Now, I bet a lot of people can relate to that story.
0: Absolutely relate to that story. I have a 15 and 12 year old and this new math is beyond me.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly. It's beyond most people. And most people are not, you know, teachers. And so we did a, a story about that. How do you be in business and be a parent in COVID times? What do you do? You know, all this kind of stuff. So I think that what's really key is take what you know, and then take it to a level of, does it fit in today's news environment, number one. Look for ways for it to fit in today's work environment and and things that are going on. And number three, if it doesn't fit, then here's what's really important. Plan your stuff out three, six, and nine months in advance because that will keep you successful and moving forward.
0: Very good. Okay, so who are some people that coach you and mentor you along the way. Who has inspired you, Jill?
1: Well, I had uh, several speaking coaches, and then uh, James Malinchuk has been in my life for a long time, and he's really wonderful with marketing. Uh, I've had some spiritual teachers that have really helped me, believe it or not, kind of come out of my shell and be the best I can be, and that's really important to me. So spiritual mentorship is really important. I've had financial coaches like Laurel Langmire, um, where I've learned, I've taken Uh, self-development and personal transformational programs similar to um, oh gosh all of a sudden I can't remember what it's called oh the forum Uh, but it's not quite that so I've just done a lot of that kind of work and and if you looked at my schedule you'd probably always see something on it at least once a month where I'm doing some kind of personal development or business development work personally and professionally I think that's really important and I keep it in my schedule
0: Mm -hmm. good Good, I like that a lot. Yeah. Reminding reminding yourself to continue to, to to do that for your your own benefit just as much as everybody else's, right?
1: Well yeah, if I may so let me present something that I that really taught me something. And actually one of my mentors, because I love his book, Jack Canfield, he wrote a book called Success Principles, which has guided my life as much as possible. And and uh and I know Jack personally and we're in a we're in a transformational leadership program together. And one of the things uh, I was speaking at an event and Jack Canfield was speaking there too. Now this man has sold 80 million books, you know, they sold his their company for even more than that. And like I think I want to listen to someone like that. They know a few things, right? Absolutely. And yeah, and I remember Jack when I spoke actually sat in the back of my room and took notes. And I thought, that's amazing. You know, it made me slightly nervous, but besides that, Jack Canfield sitting in the back of my room taking notes. And, you know, the point is that um, he is an ever learner, right? And I think that's really what that taught me is always, no matter what your position in life, be constantly learning, be constantly growing. That's what that's what grows people, right? Not, not the I know that, but Jack. Jack really taught me that is like continue learning always.
0: Right, right and we know leaders are readers and so speaking of reading tell me how we can get a hold of your books and get a hold of you if if anybody wants to learn more about you and and what all that you have to offer um tell me more
1: Sure. Well, definitely go to JillLublin.com. Lots of L's in there. I'm, hopefully you'll put it in the show notes. And also, um, if I would love to give you a free publicity webinar where it's Get It Done with me, live and interactive. So to register for that, you can go to JillLublin.com. Uh, jilllublin.com slash publicity is a great way to find that. And uh, through my main website, you'll find all my books and it'd be a pleasure to help you that way. And uh, feel free to reach out to me if there's any support I can give you.
0: Excellent. Okay. One last question. What has been something that the pandemic has helped you pivot to do differently that you are going to continue to do beyond the, you know, major stages of the pandemic?
1: I'll tell you, I, before I was on a plane half the month speaking, t- teaching. Now what I've been able to do and, and offering my live publicity course, guess what I've done? I've taken everything virtual and I now do my virtual publicity course twice a month serving wonderful people live, interactive. I still keep the course contained, meaning intimate and interactive with me. And you know what? I'm having more fun doing this. I'm able to serve more people a month. Um, and it's got a great format. I, I worked you know, diligently on the flow of the course. I made it very live and interactive as That's if I'm live with them. And, and I am live with them, but I meant live in person. And uh, it's just been a blast. I'm going to keep that virtual publicity course going uh probably actually twice a month consistently it's it's and and then you know what else i did i lowered all my prices mm-hmm. and i lowered them for the course for instance significantly i called my pandemic pricing
0: pandemic pricing yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and yeah. so now it's, it used to be over a $1,000, now it's 197 I did it in a way that I think really people can say yes to, is makes it simple for them to get involved and easy to access. And it has been a blessing from so many, and I'm so grateful to serve in this way that just makes everything easier.
0: Well, I love that, uh, the idea of pandemic pricing, because same for us, we were going to increase the membership site for the marketing expedition members and we decided to keep it at a low introductory pricing for, for the pandemic just so that we could reach as many people and, and continue to help serve in the best way that we could and not necessarily raise prices on people. Cause right now is not the time to raise them. It's the time to, you know, hunker down and get, get things done effectively and, you know, get an ROI on what you're doing and, and publicity is certainly one of those ways to help, get your name out there, build your brand and your bottom line, right? Big time
1: and literally get you prospects and clients and make you a lot of money. I've been seeing it consistently with, with the people I've been working with. They're in media sometimes for something very different, but the point is it keeps getting drawn back to your website and your services and your name recognition. So that's really important in today's marketplace.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jill, for joining us on the Marketing Expedition podcast. And I hope that you will uh, consider joining us on the Marketing Expedition members Facebook group and contributing as much as you'd like there as well. Um, And then we also, like you, have... um, we're doing uh marketing expedition webinars once a month. It's every second Thursday. So one one of these times, I'll have to have you on as a guest speaker on the show, and uh, and have uh just listen to you speak because I think you've got a lot of wonderful wonderful insights and and knowledge that people can use, and and then maybe even hire you for so. Thank you so much, Jill. And uh, I have four more books to add to my my list to read. So I'm going to have to get those from you. And uh, maybe I'll even get some autographed copies because I love I love having autographed copies of, of author books. So <laughs> we'll have to do that sometime. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jill. And uh, we will see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com.